the Hydean Way. Kesh, Koba, Skip, and Hillary chose to join together and pursue kyber crystals missing from the holocron of Solja Ward. They began in Quilas, where Ward left a young Muriellen to intercede between warring clans. Unfortunately, years turned intercession into control, and the heroes found themselves amongst a rising rebellion. The question was not if a rebellion should occur, but rather how to remove the despotic grieve and how to ensure a future without civil war. Knowing they cannot choose for the city, the heroes instead supported Pathrin as he called upon both families to discuss their path forward. Join them at the table in today's episode, Balance of Power. Welcome to Heroes of the Hydean Way. This is a Star Wars actual play podcast, and we're playing in Fancy Flight Games' Force and Destiny system, using the Chronicles of the Gatekeeper Adventure as developed by Tim Cox and Max Brook. This is Act 1, Episode 10, and I'm Ben, the GM for this adventure. Greetings! I'm Skip Goby, the Kalaran Seeker Hermit. And apparently, I am the third nicest member of this little group. I'm Cash, the Trandoshan Seer. All of my numbers are low, because apparently I'm a terrible person. The wee terrible lizard, actually, right? Are you saying lizards aren't people? That's... And I'm Hillary. I'm Hillary Auric. Uh, 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 I'm apparently doing pretty well for myself. And Cash, we love you as you are. We trust that you will make wise decisions moving forward, though we may not always agree with them. Um, and you're doing fine, dear. You are a lovely person. I'm going to get this number to zero, too. <laughs> I believe it's currently at zero. No, the other number. Oh. The Cash's anti-gamos are at zero. (laughs) Cash. We cannot live by numbers alone. No matter what the mathematicians tell us. I worship a goddess called the scorekeeper, Hillary. (laughs) But this is not her score. This is a different set of numbers, so just disregard it. It's... (sighs) She can keep track of more than one number. Maybe she means a score like a like a heist. I I that would certainly be a unique interpretation, Koba. I've never seen a Trandoshan do that before. Well, we'll have to try then, won't we? So Koba. I'm Koba. Yep. To learn more about our heroes, we get one to ask another question, and it is now Hillary's turn. So, Koba. Hillary. I, I have, I have been wondering. Now, see, I 
quite clearly have a family. I talk about them a lot, and everybody rolls their eyes when I start. And Kesh had interesting family, and Skip has Gudge and some curious past. But you seem to have been alone for some time. Why? Why? Hillary, here's the thing. Everybody I get close to never ends well. I'm a curse, an albatross. I just lead everybody that I care about into danger. That's why I make sure to hate all three of you. Maybe that way you'll survive. Maybe that way you'll make it out of this entire mess without catching a bullet or a speeder to the face or a pineapple. Well, if I'm honest, I've already been hit with a cabbage. That wasn't so bad. It was a chandrill and pineapple. They're much more dangerous. Oh, okay. Um, well, I thank you for your hatred, then. Uh, it's good, good effort, uh, and let's just not have you get shot. Because I'm pretty sure that's when the albatross turned back. I tried to love once. I'm not going to get in the way of this flashback. Hillary <laughs> 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 just sits down nearby to listen. We'll, we'll make that mistake again. Oh, Oh, Koba, we we will we will do well. Maybe not beautifully, but well enough. You might have to consider, Hillary, that now that you're in this life, you might not ever be able to go back to the way things were. I've expected that. Like me, you might have become a liability to everybody you care about. Sometimes you still gotta make the hard choices, keep yourself apart, because you know that in the end, in the end, it's the only way to keep them safe. I'm going to keep them warm and fed. I'm going to consider that, and I'm I'm going to go. I just got to go, um, clean the, the, the cash machine. Oh, now your <laughs> score is definitely lower than mine. <laughs> <laughs> the best thing you can do sometimes is take yourself out of the equation, okay, out of the narrative. It, it all comes back to math. Yes, thank you. Thank you, Koba. It's good talk. Good good talk. Cash gets it. Are you done rubbing salt in the old man's wounds? How dare <laughs> you, <Monster>. Hillary? <laughs> exactly. My goodness. He already said he had to he had to hate us. <laughs> had to push us away. Mm-hmm. Koba's a very broken individual. And house. And in the background, you just see Hillary start to scrub a mug. <laughs> I'm just gonna stay over here and do the dishes. <sighs> yes. And our destiny pool for this session consists of four light side points somehow contributed by Koba and Cash, and three dark side points contributed by the other two. Hey, I'm on the side of light. By the other two. Yep, the other two. <laughs> this is feeling a little adversarial. <laughs> it, you know, it's it's fine, Leslie. The you know the pessimists over there just don't like our you know sunshine characters. Whoa, it's whoa, whoa. fine. We're not pessimists. We're realists. Thank you very much. Thank you, Kesh. Oh, <laughs> I was going to say the exact same thing. <laughs> are we oh, are we the... agreeing on something? Yes. Or at least they're talking to one another again. 
Uh, That's true. We may have our differences, but I think the two of us have both seen the beating heart of this galaxy, and we know that it's twisted and shriveled and diseased. Skip and Hillary just look at each other and kind of like put their chins on their hands and give each other a meaningful look. <laughs> no, at this point, Hillary's in tears, man. Oh, right. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, that's okay. You can sit on the... I'm just going to come sit and lean against you now. The camera shifts from the four of you. And the four of you are sitting at this somewhat impressive, like, wooden table that it's... The way the camera starts off looking is the four of you, it almost looks like a diner because there's this big table in between you. There's a door at the other side, like just on the side of where you can go walking. And then the camera does this weird sort of modern thing of starts pivoting up and going over, keeping the four of you in frame, but very much sort of showing off the way this looks. You can see at this end of the table, there's this inlay of this tree and root system. The four of you are down at the root end. As the tree inlay grows up, the camera follows this, and then you see these five Sathari up at the other end of the table, where we can see Patherin who the heroes have dealt with before. And he's sitting the closest to Kesh. We've briefly seen one of these other Sathari, Elina. She is sitting across from Patherin, closest to Hillary. They are sort of looking between each other and providing almost a physical barrier between the other three and our heroes. At the end, we have three new Sathari that I think I am going to get introduced to us. And if you have any sort of descriptions for them, there's Patherin with mm. a sword <laughs> and armor and like this bear's love flowing cape <laughs> with the shock of white on his face going into this blue and purple feathers showing off how he is the ostensible leader of the Pulshar hunting crew. Okay. I'm glad you specified that. At least that's what his day job is. I think in direct contrast, Patherin's mother, Ko Helshar, isn't carrying any weapons or wearing any armor, anything of that nature. She is wearing a, a well, like tailored and designed and uh, kind of on the fancier side, sort of like dress. And I'm not sure what this would be like. Like, what would what would be like jewelry for a for a safari? Because they don't really have like amber. Hmm. Huh. I mean, it's petrified tree sap. Yeah. Yeah. Feather pins. Pl- plus, if uh, if orange is our color beads yeah um yeah. so i think i think she's got a a necklace on of like amber sort of uh sort of set in a a colorful pattern and uh her feathers are also blue and green um like her her sons but they're a little um maybe running a little bit thinner 
and uh, in some some spaces. And I think sort of there's more of a greenish pattern up around her head and sort of like trails down into more bluish as it goes down. Elena is already in the room, right? Yep. Yeah, I'm Elena okay. is. I'm sitting next to me. Which is hilarious. <laughs> I'm sitting next to me's other me's son. I think I think me is is all around Pather. <laughs> yes, yes, that is true. A very strange Oreo. All right, so Odir Tumris will will come in, and Odir is a, is a, is another older Safari. He's wearing sort of comfortable robes. They you know they look like they're nice fabric, but you know, older man comfortable robes. Uh, you can see some stress bars showing on his primary feathers, but he doesn't look as sort of thinned out, maybe, as Ko does. Perhaps maybe he recently had a, a molt sooner than, than, than she has or something. Uh, but more importantly, he carries himself with a lot of sort of probably forced dignity, really trying to make himself puff up and look tall. And when he comes in, he does not meet the eyes of any of these strangers that are here. He just sort of glides his vision over everyone. And he does offer a sort of slight harumph when he sees Ko at the table. But then uh, he sits down and, and straightens his collar. Still still puffed up a little bit. Also, in contrast to Odir's uh, kind of introduction, Ko just sort of bows her head actually very respectfully, even as you're glaring at her. <laughs> She'll be the bigger bird, metaphorically. Mm. Yes, but Odir is trying to be the bigger bird. They make myself Oof. big. And then the tail feathers got involved. They, they flail out, you know. <laughs> you take point, Kazo? Or you want me to? I can, I can do this. So next comes Kazo Lamb, whose her feathers are a deep green and in some places, brown color. So she looks a bit apart from the other clans that have all, that we've already seen. She is wearing a loose-fitting robe that is that has like a very detailed sort of root system pattern sewn into it down the length of it, and she carries sort of a um. Scepter is probably not quite the right word, but a staff-like object that she's not leaning on, even though she does appear to be one of the older Zathari here. Uh, it seems to have some more functionary significance based upon how it's carved and how it has, like, looks like Zathari writing up and down it, carved into the wood. It looks pretty old. So she comes and takes a seat sort of between... The two that we've already met glances at both of them and, and the fact that they are giving each other stares and sighs heavily at that. All right. And lastly, we have somebody we met previously. This is Alina Tumris sitting next to her father, Odir. She was the one we saw back at the fight outside of the, the Guardian shack, just bemoaning what was going on before her. And at that point she was dressed up for, for the fate. But at this point she is wearing very simple uh, ivory and brown bark cloth robes. 
They are pocketed, and she has in front of her a bear sloth leather journal in front of her. And if you look at her her hands, her feathered hands, which are, are folded on the table atop this, they are ink stained. She is a sort of historian or scribe kind of figure. And she is resolutely staring at Hathrin and ignoring the parents at the table, waiting for Pathrin to get things going. Oh, yes. Um, I'm glad that you've been able to make your way here. I know that this is a bit of a presumption of me, but I feel that this is something that the two of you should be aware of, and it might lead to larger discussions. But it is here and now that I should let the two of you know, with Alina's consent, of course, that she and I have gone through our bonding ritual. Excuse me. Why was I not informed of this? You are excused, Father. I am making no issues with this. This was my life. I am your father. You are supposed to get my permission to do this sort of thing. I am supposed to, but I do not have to. Yes, you do. I believe you can consult the rules and find that it is not required, merely encouraged, for circumstances such as this. Did you, did you, did you orchestrate this entire thing to humiliate me in front of everyone that my own daughter does not do what I say? Uh, I don't know. Oh dear. Do you feel humiliated? Oh dear, the temple rules hold that as they are both adults, no other clan member has to agree. They must merely find an officiator with the proper religious credentials. Odir is just staring at Kazo silently. Ko turns to uh, to her son, looks between him and Alina, and says, "Congratulations." Thank you, mother. Thank you. How long ago was this? It was shortly before our friends came into our fair city that we haven't had much chance to sit you down and break the news. Of course, Ko is fine with this. Yes, that should say a lot about her and you, father. With what Markov is doing, I have thought that we need to be out in front and making sure that people know that the clans are united in our resistance to Markov. I, now, now, dear, let's let's not get hasty here. That's the first thing said right now that I agree with. The clans are not united in any sort of resistance to Markov, which is why we will not win. Our Reeve deserves our support. Elena, daughter, do you, do, do you really think that this is the sort of family you want to marry into? Would you depose the Reeve, father? Would you make steps to make our home safe again? No, you would cower and puff. Catherine and I will make a resistance. We hope that you would support us. 
Besides, oh dear, their branches are already entwined. That can't be changed. Although, I do have my concerns about this resistance plan. I am all for the two of your union, but there's no need to bring the Reeve and, well, any any treasonous thoughts into this conversation. <sighs> no, 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 no. That, that is where, no. So, and how daughter, is it treasonous if- I am not, I am not talking to you. I am talking to my daughter. Daughter, <laughs> I, 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 I do not share your opinion that I would, would simply puff. I, I am, I'm very proud of you for taking steps to, to begin to, overthrow the current situation. I just don't think you need to, to lower yourself to, to do so. I, I suppose that if you and Patherine, son, do want to be officially in the Tumorous family, I, I think that... We are of both families, father. That is how this works. That is how a family is blended. We become one. Not one, not the other. We are together, a new family. And you are part of their family now. Yes, but Ko is... Also part Co of your family, Co right, Pathan? <laughs> Ko delivers a bird smile kind of across the way. Have the two of you consulted your roots? on this? I don't recall seeing you frequent the temple. What a priestly burn. <laughs> that broke me. <laughs> when you are the head of a family, you don't necessarily always have time for that sort of thing. As the head of a family, you say you do not have time for your ancestors? Uh, that 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 now now. Kazo, may I may, may I call you Kazo? Uh, that that we've known that each other for thirty meant. years. Of course, you can call me Kazo. Cash starts to uh, speak up. How about we move past the family drama and focus more on the issues with the Reeve? Surely you all see how bad he is for your city how he's subjugating your citizens destroying your art i'm i'm sorry did who why 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 are they here i'm kesh i'm here to help you we are here to help you to right a wrong from long ago but we can only do that properly with your help. In the day that they have been here, they have helped more people than either the Tumris or the Helshar have in a week. They diffused a situation that was going to become horrible at the Pillar. I understand that. I understand that they have done useful things. I don't, what I'm saying is why are they privy to a very private family conversation? Because you were not having this conversation. You were avoiding this conversation. So we needed help. 
father. It was all just a matter of time. We just needed to make sure that everything was was in line. We we can't. Okay, Hilger's going to slam his tiny hands on the table and stand up on his chair because he's tiny. As stand Skip up so on the table. Points out. No, I'm just I'm not to the table yet. Okay. And how many people would you have lost in your time? How many people needed to be taken away by these guardians before you acted? Did it not matter because it was their family? Did it not matter to them because it was your family? Did it not matter because it was neither? People are being taken. You cannot. Don't you let think it I know happen. that? I don't know. Do you? So, uh, Alina's going to kind of pat Hillary's hand. Be like, thank you for making your point. Sit down again. It does not always seem that you know that, Father. There is nothing that we can do. By ourselves. No. Many Sathari will die in any revolution. Now, if the Tumorous want to entertain this possibility, by all means, but the Hellshar clan, including you, Pathrin, will have no part. Well, it looks, Co, like you no longer have a say in that. Hmm. What does it feel like, Father, to be on the same footing as a Hellshar? I am not on the same footing as a Hellshar, because my daughter is the smart one in this pairing and, and has the right idea. Catherine is leading. The hunters that I have amassed, the resistance I have created, is here, is a functioning thing. You may want to stick your head in the dirt, but we can't, not any longer. I do not understand why you are getting the impression that I want to continue sticking my head in the dirt. Not not continue. I wasn't doing that before. I was biding my time. It was Ko that was sticking her head in the dirt. I am simply talking about this merging of our families and where that puts us in positions of power. It puts us together. And that is what we need. Yes, but afterwards... I will, I will not abide by a situation where the Tumrus family has to make decisions alongside the Hellshars. Look at what Ko is doing. Oh dear, the branches of Clan Hellshar and Clan Tumrus are entwined. What more do you need to know? The branches of the Tumrus family just need to be bigger and taller. That is not how this works. That's how it works in my head. As the Elrit grows and meshes with the trees next to it, creating the farms and pastures that feed all of us, so shall our clans grow together and become as strong as the Elrit. And as tall and as enduring as it. But if we are split in twain, then we shall never do more than fight. Especially when we have someone like Markov dictating 
revising our history. Patherin, there will be neither a Helshar or a Tumorous or a combined clan if we stand against the Reeve. If we all stand, we can do it. No. Why? Why do you fear him so? He is but one being. We have lost so many friends to his his hold. Mother. We, we have lost so many. We do not need to lose more if we can take him out of the picture. Our, our lost family, they may return. And we can flourish once again, as the tree should. Mother. Every time you say mother, oh dear, just kind of <laughs> does a little, like, flustered bird shiver. <laughs> if you listen, the ancestors tell stories of other times that our people have lost their way. And whether those times result in bloodshed or not, we have survived. Do your hunters have enough number to ensure that the temple and our ways can be protected? Is my hunters alone? No. If we used the tumorous hunters as well, then yes, we would be able to protect the temple and deal with the guardians as it needs to be. The only way forward is together. I, I don't mind using our clan resources to protect what we have. But I do not want us taking any kind of action against the Guardians. Now, if these outsiders mean to do something, then maybe that I could turn an eye away from. We shall act and delay and occupy the Guardians so that these four can get into the Reeves Mansion, and possibly deal with the Reeve. And if they fail, the Reeve shall be in such a state that we shall be able to deal with the Reeve as well. It's not that simple, Patherin. I agree that the Reeve must be unseated eventually, for he has pushed aside our ways. But are these outsiders truly the best mechanism? Do they even know their roots? Well, perhaps the outsiders, if they fail, can be blamed on them. Odir is still not Odir is still not meeting the eye of any of the player characters. <clears throat> That's okay, his daughter's giving him one heck of a stink eye. Now in that way we are perhaps useful, Cash says. But we will not fail. Our path ahead is clear. We were destined to be here for this. The thing we really need help with is what comes after. Exactly. Who will be in charge? And it can't be either the Hellshar or the Tumorous. It needs to be the Hellshar and the Tumorous together no see outsider that is where you are wrong because if the reeve and that 
interfering outsider ward had not come in here and done what they did, the Tumorous family would be Would have power. perished. Everyone would have died. Daughter, no. might I remind you that I am the patriarch of our family and you need to learn your place. I am speaking. Maybe. Might I remind you that I have studied the history and I know where it was when this fool from the outside tried to help us. All I'm saying is that when, if these outsiders do what they claim that they can do, our place is rightfully in the leadership position. Kazo, you know more about the Safari customs than the others here. Or perhaps you can enlighten this outsider. When does the title of patriarch or matriarch pass down to the next generation? More fluffing by Odir over here. Traditionally, upon death, but there are methods. If the ancestors agree to it. And how do you get in touch with your ancestors? Oh, you really are some sort of strange... It's done in the temple. Well, perhaps that's how this situation could be settled. Let the ancestors, let your ways decide who should be leading the Helshar and the Trumris, and in turn would decide whether you hide or whether it passes on to Pathrin and Alina and your people can take the next step forward. I, for one, like this outsider's opinion, because if we go to our ancestors, of course they are going to agree that the Tumrith family should be in charge. Why do you think Ko is so against this? Ko would rather see Markov in charge than the Tumrith family. Ko is sitting there happy that we did not get our way, because she knows that if we throw him out, it is the Tumrith family's time. When was the last time you saw Markov do what we are fearful Markov does? There's just there's just some Odir fluffing, because Odir doesn't have an answer. Markov is something that is near impossible to fight. He has abilities that I do not comprehend, but I know that we must overcome him, and in afterwards we must recover. We have had 20 years of rot. We have had his entire existence happen here, and it has done nothing but rot the tree. You do raise one good point, son. Markov has abilities. We don't understand. How can we possibly hope to fight against them? And yep, and that's when <laughs> Cash is going to reach out a talent hand. Oh no. <laughs> well, I rolled two dark side pips on my two force rating. So down. You're acting on anger and impatience. Yep. So I continue to plummet my score as predicted. That being said, though, the, if there was ever a time for a cast to just be done with it, and it's like, here. 
And that's what we're we're gonna do. So, uh, what silhouette would you say the table is? <laughs> How much can you do? I can only do silhouette one since I only rolled two pips. If I rolled three, I could have done silhouette. I have two, to imagine but... it's bigger than silhouette one if we've got like eight people. Maybe, maybe there's it. a a pitcher on the table, a salad. So I was trying to be dramatic, and forced dice didn't agree. Well, birds are really light, though. Oh, you can. Lift the decoration. Like, you could lift the inlay of the table. Okay. Which I would go with the table itself, eh, it's probably silhouette two. Like, it's an eight-person table. Yeah, I'm going with silhouette two, especially once you start getting into Okay. It's a heavy wood thing. That being said... Dang it, Dice, you ruined my table flip joke. (laughs) (laughs) That would have been great. But I would go with the inlay for it would work out to a silhouette one then that is what Cash is going to start to lift straight up into the air. And as just like open beaks are are staring at this thing, she's going to say, Markov isn't the only one with abilities. And now we will be able to use outsider on outsider, like with like. Where is Skip sitting? Uh, Next to Hillary. Yeah, you can't ignore this one. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Uh, uh, Skip is just elbowing Hillary. Eyes just super wide. What? What? <gasps> Can you see that? What? Yes, it's it's right there. It's literally literally in front of my face. How could I not I see think, it? I think Cash is doing that with her mind. <laughs> yes, <laughs> she is. She can do that. That's a thing. How do you not know this? How do you know this? She picks me up <laughs> and puts me down in other places. Since when? Since for most of the time that I've known her, honestly. Ben, Koba would like to use sense on... Really, if if he has the opportunity to do so, I think he would like to sense each of the three Koa Odier and Kazo's emotional states. Okay. After seeing Kesh do this, that does that is technically essentially three actions. So if that's too much time, then I can start prioritizing. Well, I mean, uh, we probably have a few moments of them all going wabahoo. I guess I will target Ko first. Okay. If that's cool. Yeah, no, that's that yeah. one's absolutely cool. Yeah, I, I now got to figure out how she's reacting to this. <laughs> Get two characters. Uh, fall with me, Brandon. Fall. I will um point. What if having two force dice now just means I'm going to fall that much faster? I and mean, it certainly gives you the opportunity that to fall likely. that much faster. Yeah. <laughs> it's a mixed bag, you know? You, it makes it more likely you don't have to fall to do things, but also... It's okay. Cash's morality is just in D1's hands. What could possibly go wrong? Nothing. Ever. Don't talk about D1 and hands. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's not okay. Oh. So, one pip is enough to trigger since... To sense the emotion state, emotional state of one living thing, in this case, Ko Helshar. Okay, I think her dominant emotion right now is fear. All right. This display just makes her that much more scared. Koba will then turn his attention towards Odir, since Kazo kind of has sounded like she's on the side of the young lovers, or at least on the side of the rules the young clippers are trying to evoke. Um, 
All right. What does that mean for what I have to say? Uh, Basically dominant emotion. What is... What is Odir feeling primarily right now? When when Odir sees this display of force power, I think that probably Odir's primary emotion is sort of a kind of like a smug greediness that is kind of bubbling up. He he thinks that, you know, yeah, this is going to work. I guess I'll roll against Kazo. I'm not sure if I'm I might not want to spend that destiny point yeah. if I end up having to. I'm okay with that. Yeah, it's fine. Last year, <laughs> there was last year. Last episode, you, you know. So many dark side points. Yeah. Go back and forth with uh, yourself. For clarification, just... how many points did you use last one? Just one? Yes, I only activated one pip Okay. on that last roll because I can't, I don't currently have anything I can do with a second pip with sense. Fair enough. I was just wanting to double check. I guess I should be saying I the first time to since uh, Co I got one dark side pip, so I flipped a light side point, suffered a strain, and added a conflict to use that one pip to activate since my roll against Odier. I got two dark side points uh, or dark side pips, so I flipped another light side point because it's a new action um, as far as timing is concerned. I suffered a strain and added a conflict because. To, to use one of those pips, because I currently do not have any sense options that let me do anything with a second pip. And then to, uh, against Kazo, I have rolled one dark side pip. Gonna flip it? Sure. Yes. Oh, no. Well, it's worth noting that now that Brand oh, slipped wow. another destiny point, we just have seven dark side points on the pool right now. That's probably fine, right? Like, that's probably fine, right? That's fine. I'm cool with that. So when Koba senses Kazo... Koba finds Ben. Is there any indication in the in the adventure that the Sathiri don't know what the Force is? No, there's nothing really that says that they don't know what the Force is. Okay. Then, in that case, Koba senses from Kazo a sort of reverence mixed with surprise. From Kazo. After doing that, Kobo will lean over towards Hillary, be like, uh, put point sort of points at Ko and says, "She's scared." And the other one, uh, uh, Odir or whatever his name is, he's uh, he might be manipulatable. I'll let you talk him down a little bit. Hillary will nod and he'll fold his hands in front of himself. Now, I was initially all for simply removing the reeve and allowing things to develop as as well it should. But I, I realize, and I have been instructed, that this was perhaps foolish. Because when there is a power vacuum, power is there to be seized. And you do not want to allow those who would fear it to hold it in their own hands, nor those who would abuse it to hold it in their own hands. So the best solution moving forward would be a combined effort between the two families. Surely you can see that for it to be good for your family, 
it has to be good for their family because you are now one family. Indeed, you have always been. You just lost sight of that through petty squabbles and probably some bitterness, which is not very productive. Surely you can see that the way to manage this gift of a future without the Reeve is to take each other's hands and work in unison to forge the future you need, to forge any future, because if this continues, someone will do something foolish, and that will end in grief. Share the power or lose all of it. After Hillary is done talking and like nobody jumps in to like follow up, Kazo will bang her like scepter thing on the table. Is the inlay still floating? I think it can only move it for a round. Yeah. Okay. So so it's it's only a few few seconds, but it's a few very impressive seconds before uh okay. actually I, I guess I guess I can technically roll and not have to flip. Because I can't flip anymore. Yeah, I mean you could theoretically if you get light side points. Nope. Nope. It's in the air <laughs> the- for a few seconds and then it gets uh kind of half falls, half gets set down roughly back on the table. <laughs> D one gives two more only dark side, side points. points. It clatters in poignantly. <laughs> So Kazo bangs her her scepter on the table to give people's attention and says in my capacity as the temple's representative this outsider she says motioning to Kesh possesses power spoken of among the ancestors surely this is a good omen and they have brought the question of the right of accession for leadership of clans Helshar and Tumris. In my approximation, nothing in our rights say that that cannot be brought by an outsider, especially one so gifted. Oh dear Tumris, do you object to the right of accession? There is a pause, a sort of refloofing of the sort of chest feathers and Odir for the first time actually looks Kesh in the eyes then kind of does a little nod and looks back at Kazo I think this is agreeable Ko Helshar do you object to the right of accession? Well I wouldn't want to pass up the First opportunity to agree with Odir. Yes, if this is what is deemed best, then then I will abide by it. Then together we shall consult our roots, and the ancestors will lead us on our path after the Reeve has been dealt with. That is the temple's proclamation. Odir just looks as smug as birdly possible at Ko. And I think this is the first time that Ko turns her her gaze from, from Odir. Now, since we are in fact among the roots, 
Is there perhaps a way we can just go there now? <laughs> I presume the temple's within reach. Screen wipe. There's an amazingly elaborate temple that has been grown. It is truly grown in the central place where Kazo leads. You can see how branches have been braided together to create the walls and the ceiling. This was constructed by growth, literal true growth. In the middle of this, I'm going to go with 11 wall chamber, there is a pillar of bare wood that you can see the grains of it twisting together from several branches that have been cleared of bark, turning together and creating a central spire within this chamber. Each side of this is covered in runes, either set into the floor branches or just naturally there is light shining up on this central pillar. When the nine of you walked in, like it's after dark now, so the place itself had no lighting except for this pillar. And as you get to and encircle it, each one is lit just by the lighting of this pillar. Because Kolas pretty much goes with natural lighting for everything. Because fire is bad in a tree society. <laughs> that too. We're here at the temple. To perform the rite of accession, of course, which is when we <laughs> consult the ancestors for leadership of the Sathari clans. It's the alternative to letting the current leaders die. I'm thinking that a few acolytes of the temple have also come in because, I mean, Kazo's come back. They're sort of the leader, but you've also got those who are always willing to, like, look and snoop and whatnot. As this ritual starts going, you've got Kazo directing for different acolytes to do particular things. Mirrors get uncovered so that now the entire chamber is lit from the pillar's light. And it's somewhat smoky as if like a light fog has moved into this chamber slash temple. I don't know why I'm really on the lighting right now. Because it's awesome. <laughs> Do you want to at least start with the leading of the ritual? Sure. So as the mirrors are taken out and the area is lit. An acolyte provides Kazo with what looks like a sort of large dried like seed pod of some kind, about the size of a basketball. And Kazo instructs everybody in assembly, join feathers. We can consult the ancestors together. Are we being part of this or are we simply watching? We being the players, mm. like Hillary and them. Because we don't have feathers. But. Yeah, I suspect you're watching. Okay, so I, I would I, guess. I, I wasn't sure. Co reaches out a hand towards Odir. Odir will will look down, realizing who he's standing next to, sigh, and accept it. Patherine would eagerly take Co's hand and then reach out for Elina's hand. Elina would take. Patherine's hand 
is Kazo going to be in part of this, or is it just going to be the four members of the family? Kazo's doing other stuff. Okay, so she will take her father's hand while he is he is looking at Ko. She will reach over and just take it firmly and kind of say, squeeze it in that I do still love you. So she'll she'll kind of smile at Dad and then smile massively at Patherine because she didn't think this was going to happen. She didn't think there was any way we we're going to get them anywhere near each other. Oh dear is busy kind of harumphing at Ko. But when you grab his hand, he looks over at you and there's there is a momentary sort of softness. And then he just kind of shakes his head and looks at the ground. A couple acolytes take a position on either side of Kazo as Kazo raises the large seed pod above her head. Those acolytes start to kind of beat their wings, kicking up sort of a, a, a bit of wind of sorts around Kazo. Kazo says for the for the benefit of the the outsiders who are in attendance. The rite of accession is one of the ways that we of the temple consult those who came before us and those who came before them and those who came before them. <laughs> For in passing on from this life, they have not just the wisdom they earned themselves, but the wisdom of the whole cosmos. When I open this pod, the seeds inside will float to one of the assembled. And the duty of choosing the leader for our people falls to them. And so Kazo raises the pod above her head and with a quick jerk of her hands, like twists each half in a different direction and it, it pops open and some seeds, like some large seed-like things. They've kind of got burrs a little bit, so they will stick to stuff conveniently, but also they're kind of like those helicopter seeds. Helicopter burrs sound like a terrible thing. Yeah, they're helicopter burrs. Don't worry, the ancestor guides them. And they get caught in this, (laughs) like, in the the sort of vortex that the acolytes beating their wings has created and start to float somewhere, uh, hopefully to tell us who gets to be, like, the decider. And I feel like it's not my... Not my responsibility to actually say where they end up, but <laughs> I mean fair. Thank you for listening to this episode of Heroes of the Hydean Way. You can find show updates on Twitter at The Hydean Way, and you can find me, Ben, on Twitter at Deuterium Ice. Hi, I'm Ren, and I apparently now have my fourth character in this Hydean Way cinematic universe. And you can find me at Atomic Firebird. And? And... This week I'll promote my Twitch channel. It is make underscore believe underscore. We do indie system one shots and interview shows. And sometimes I flail about with video games. Um, I'm Christine and I'm counting the number of characters I've played in Heroes of the Hydean Way. I think I'm at nine total right now. So I definitely need one more before we end. That way I can I can say I've, I've played 10 characters on the show. Don't give it to her.
Anyway, I can be found on Twitter <laughs> at Twelfth Night. That's one, two, T-H and night with a K. You will find me being significantly less sensible and impassioned on Twitter at GS, and I moonlight on several other shows, which you'll see me talk about because I love people. I think about five characters. Hey, I was brave enough to actually take one this time, Ben. I was a weenie the first time we did this. Mm-hmm. Anyway, you can find me on Twitter at Blue of the Ken. And you can find the Star Trek Adventures actual play that I GM at Endeavor Show. It's E-N-D-E-A-V-O-U-R show. Christine is also on that. I am. Ha-ha. We are all at thehideanway.com where you can find previous episodes. And you can find more episodes on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. Plus... You could really help us out by rating, reviewing, and subscribing to us. We're also on Facebook as Heroes of the Hydean Way. You can holocom us at heroes at com. Or alternately, if you like what we do and want to support the show, you can head on over to patreon.com slash Way. Or you can donate a cred to your local Safari temple at ko-fi.com slash Way. Dee 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 indeed. Maybe she means a score like a like a heist. I I that would certainly be a unique interpretation, Koba. I've never seen a Trendoshan do that before. Well, we'll have to try then, won't we? But my next character. <laughs> <laughs> Christine makes a note. Yeah, when Kandoshin do we just... Ocean thief. <laughs> When's the season that's just to make heists? <laughs> All right, and now... What? <laughs> I've brought much light to this, <laughs> this adventure. Oh, whoops. I, how does that I even make sense? We, I didn't realize we were doing that. Sorry. Uh, what? Oh, <laughs> All right. I'm just... Okay. There we go. Huh? How's that for an on-the-spot description? <laughs> Good, right until you announced it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh, no. And then well, I was given well, a, different, a different picture for Pathfinder. What have I done? <laughs> yeah, same. I'm close I, I enough, think it general. matches well enough. Yeah. Okay. One's more, like, dress uniform. Oh, dear. The, the temple sank to them. Blah, 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 blah. Um... <laughs> Kazo gets a bug in her mouth, I guess. <laughs> Yum. <laughs> Delicious. Some, some wine went down the wrong tube. <laughs> Kazo, may I, may, I, may I call you Kazo? Uh, that, that's, We've known that each other for 30 end. years. Of course you can call me Kazo. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, I've already lost everything with this character. All right. <laughs> Puff. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like you can just be like you puff up a bunch and then somebody has to somebody else has to talk. Yes, I puff up a bunch and somebody else has to talk. <sighs> to right a wrong from long ago. But we can only do that properly with your help. And then we hope the next leap will be the leap home. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I 
I don't get it. I'm sorry. <laughs> Quantum Leap. <laughs> Have you not seen Quantum Leap? I've seen two episodes of Quantum uh, Leap, both because of Nicole. So good. <laughs> yes. Now, if the the Tumris want to listen Coward, to like these, they usually do. Uh, you're, you're the Tumris. You're Tumris. Oh shoot! <laughs> <laughs> the truth comes out. <laughs> Stand proudly like the Why am I the one messing this up so much? Now, if the Tumris. I have so many notes. I took so many notes. I think I just have too many notes in front of me. Now, if the. uh, uh, If the. And that train takes this. (laughs) And Odier can get on that train and leave. (laughs) And And Coke can hop the next one. Why would a bird say corroborate? Because, because our fun. ancestors would, of course, <laughs> agree. Train. God damn it! <laughs> Just go with corroborate. It's a good I word. Hear the train. <laughs> Sorry, it was getting louder and louder as I was trying to talk. <laughs> and <laughs> the ancestors speak to us now. <laughs> Do you hear their voices? I'm gonna raise my hand just a little bit. Keep going. That, that's all we needed to do there. That, that was just the dramatic moment where Skip finally realizes that everyone has force power. And the answer to your bet is ten. Ten episodes. <laughs> I have no idea where that speech came from. It was nothing I was planning on doing, so that was a load of crap. Uh, that was a good speech. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, good. Um... D1 was like, oh, the conflict episode was great. Do more yeah. of that. We rolled, <laughs> Christine, you and I, between the two of us, rolled seven force dice and did not get a, not single, a single light side point. <sighs> um, so, Kazo. Oh, wait, no, there was a double dark side. Right. Yeah. Um, oh, dear. Oh dear. <laughs> Got every time. Um finger guns. Wow. All right. Good job, everybody. Whew. That was an episode. A really good one. 